Vampire's Roost. Gather around, folks. Here's the nameless one again. Charming little story of dread and terror. Well calculated to make your blood run cold. Let's go back into the years in the 16th century. A hungry noble, a widower with one son, dwelt his ancestral castle in Transylvania mountains. Count Otto Sandor lost his heart to the lovely Hanania, who was unhappily married to a neighboring baron. Their fruitless love was led them to years together in vampire's roost. Can't be, you see, you've been dead for centuries. One day Hanania met the noble Amara, which was quietly news. Also, my husband found out that my love belongs not to him, but to you. Helena, we must flee. No, we have nothing to fear. Of him he drove a birchwood stick into his own heart, while I watched, unable to stop him. Then we can marry and be happy together. No, Otto, because before he died, he sank his teeth into my neck and drank my blood. He is a vampire, he deliberately affected me. Now I am undead, fiend doomed as this for all eternity. Running the silk sake of thy thirst, of full moon, only a birchwood stake, for my heart will bring me death and peace. No, 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 this awful thing cannot be. Deeply shot, Cancelia grasped his loved one to him. But I receive a deep bite. Oh, my dear, you bit me. You drew my blood. Yes, you shall be as I am, an undead vampire. We shall be together forever. The rest was easy. So then the twin carsets prepared to crypt under the castle. I gave instructions to Joanna, an old servitor whose family had been in the several service for generations. Oh, you know the secret. Must be handed down to your oldest son, and so on until the years, into years to come. I will guard it with my life, master. And so can Sadov and his beloved Helena dwelt in a death life, a strangest romance of world history. A sudden love, fate of world, hand of fate intervened with twists and what frustrated both, and malign demons that arranged the destiny of these two distrained. They would never awake at the same time. Cancelia would foul the disconstructed search of warm flesh, blood to quench his diabolical thirst, or under the next full moon, Helena would rise in a tomb and track down a victim with her ghoulish fangs. Four hundred years have rolled fast. Tonight this moon is full again in response to compelling desire. A glassy hand pushes up the heavy bronze lid of cancer doors. Coffin. Slowly the strange figure winks its way up the moldy steps stairs. Another Jonathan waits him in the ancient kitchen, twelve generations removed from the original Savitar. I'm expecting you, sir. It's the night for the, your coming. You're a faithful fellow, Jonathan, as were your fathers before you. Sonny Joanna, and here's an expected noise outside. Someone's in the courtyard. See who it is. I shall keep out of sight. A servant encounters a young couple. We Americans on our honeymoon trip. Our car broke down. Can you give us shelter for the night? 
We have very few comforts in the old castle, said Laura. Servant, you are welcome to enter. Countess of the castle, said Laura. It has been a home of my ancestors, or my great-great-grandfather emigrated to America from around here. It's the place I've been looking for. Led by Jonathan, the two young people entered the old castle, the great hall. It pulls before a portrait of the 16th century nobleman, and they read the inscription. It reads Count Otto Sandor, 1554, except the beard is as perfect likeness of you, Arthur. Oh, your name is Sanders. My own flesh and blood are back here again after all these centuries. As they go upstairs to their room, you know, I feel as, your, their whole, as if this whole castle was very many of me that have been here before. Nonsense, Arthur. No, you've never been out of the Grand Rapids before. Later, Helen, you make, you make yourself comfortable for the rest of a bit. I'm fascinated. This castle, I'm going to look around for a while. Normally, bloodlust second for the time being. Count Sandor descends again to the hidden crypt. Helen, my beloved, would that not what you were awake at the same time as I, just at once in those many centuries? It is as if that young couple above are the very incarnation of us. If my descendant, your bride, seems cast in your own world. Then he tenses as his keen senses, ears, detect the sound of cautious footfalls, descending stone steps. Can there be Joanna displaying my orders by coming to this forbidden place? It is the American. If he looks at the carcass, he might guess the truth. If this is to be a haunt of vampires, he must would spread alarm all over the countryside. That would be that, that would be the end of us. In desperation, Sadar leaps the young man from behind. He obtains possession of flashlight and uses it as a weapon. Oof. I leave the fellow out here, courtyard, till he comes to his senses. I must get them at both out of the castle at once. Now I go back up there and scare the girl. Upon reaching the top of the stairs, stairs so I don't slide back the secret panel and rest cutting silently steps to the room. I find her out of her whips. Sensing of his presence, the girl turns instant. Being, instead of being scared, she thinks he's, he's her husband. Why well, Arthur, you startled me. What are you doing in those beard and those old-fashioned clothes? You gently touch the man's face. You don't have to get back to the atmosphere of this old castle, so it fit me. Even if it was your ancestors. Eee. Your face is icy, clammy. You're not Arthur. You're the man in the portrait downstairs. You've been dead for 400 years. Exactly, my dear. Terrified she climbs in the window high in the castle wall. You're a ghost, a devil. Don't jump. So if our nose a drop from the window sheer murderous, so he lances forward and grasps the hysterical girl nick of time. Come back here, I don't want you to die. He drags the poor, the fainting girl back to the room where he hears a soft, desolate voice behind him. Excellent, now we both feast on her blood. Helena, she has left her coffin on the same night. I left mine for the first time in four centuries, and the bitter owner is it this time. I don't want her here. She has not con- conquered me first, so I have triumphed over mine in regard to these two young people. I cannot harm them. He is my own descendant, 
and his lovely bride. A female vampire dies to walk forward. We shall open her veins. No, Helena, I forbid it. I must have her blood. You and I will sleep, sleep, sleep. Our thirst, my my love. No, I cannot. I can tell you, love cannot endure a basin of foul curse such as ours. We're damned, my sweet. A girl revives from her faint and clamps her hands. When it, oh! She races in the room. We must slay the girl before she can betray us. She will go to the village and soon a mob of the peasants will be upon us. No, there is a better way. Quickly seizing the Helena, the air carries her falsely down the secret staircase. Where are you going? To Where are you going? Put me down. From the dying embers of the fire in the ancient kitchen, so they plucked two birchwood sticks and with their ends charred the fine sharp points. What are you going to do? I shall release us from our curse. Despite Hanley's struggles, he puts her back in her own coffin in the crypt. If our young girl was been now found her husband, it will soon rouse the villagers. It will soon come here, and you know what that will mean. Now what I know, all eternity lies before us. There is not yet time to go to courtyard. Kill them. We are undead while they are young, alive and normal. If death must come, let it come to us for well, my beloved. So Adar plunges a stake into her heart. In death there will be rare peace at last. Then he gets into his own coffin and drives the second stake into his own breast. Soon as Adar had predicted, the angry crowd of villagers arise. I'll show you where they are prepared. They are dangerous. But when the two bronze coffins, they find a trace of Count Fender and Helena, just two sticks and two little piles that find us. Ah, let's get out of this awful place, Arthur. So the newlyweds take a room at the village inn, but Helena's fate has taken effect at night night. Full moon rays splash through the mullet window. The young bride sinks her teeth into her sleeping husband's neck. And so you know, see, folks, two new vampires are born. Can't get away from that old curse. Ah! Soon I have another bird coming tale to tell you the end. <laughs>